best friend hood. Best friend. 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 You're my best friend. You're my best friend. Best friend hood. I lost it. I don't know what I was going to say. No, that's that's perfectly fine. This is just warm up talk and shit. But we might keep some of it because it's entertaining. I'm fine with that. No. What's what's what is wrong? But sounds right. Shh. No, not yet. Excuse me. Whoa, that was so aggressive. Pardon. Well, we haven't done this yet. That's Jake. And that's Melissa. And that's Alex. (laughs) Way to ruin it. Uh, Our new guest for the week. Hello. And this is Best Best Friendhood. Welcome. Welcome. Yeah. Say, I didn't really know how that intro was going to go. No, you had no idea. He didn't even know that we had a podcast. (laughs) He just showed up tonight, which we will get into in a moment for this episode's adventure. But you know what's first? We got to ask some questions. Hmm. Gotcha. Try again. Move your body. That helps. Okay. I could have just gotten up. No. Okay. She's All a strong right. lady. All right. She just puts me where I belong. Correct. <laughs> Usually it's back in the closet. Physically and <laughs> elsewise. So, Alex. Mm. Oh, yeah. As as this week's honored guest. Oh, boy. I'm an honored guest this time, huh? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. <laughs> Please go ahead. Okay. Uh... Now, un momento, por favor. Should he read one question to each of us, or do we each answer to his question? I want to make it tough on Alex. You get okay. to pick one question for each of us. Hmm. So pick which question you want to ask. You know what? What is wrong but sounds right? To whom? Yourself. To me? Yes. What is wrong but sounds right? Yeah. What is something you know you shouldn't do, but... No, that's changing that uh, question. I guess, yeah, yeah. So ask Jacob his question and allow me to think on Oh, that. I thought we were getting the same question. Yeah, I thought that's what we were... I thought we were both to answer that question. That's what I was asking. Is like, does he ask us each one question no. or do we both get... I, I think he asks us the same question yeah. and we both answer it. Okay, I don't have an answer right now. Do you I have do. one? Okay. Okay. To whom? Often people assume... That it's wrong, but it's actually right. Oh my god, did you just get grammatical with that? I sure did. I rolled my eyes so hard, but I love it so big. Well done. No, I meant to whom, like, to whom was he directing that question? Which was the correct way to ask that question. Mm. Okay. That was the proper usage. Okay. I was like, did you just Uno reverse card me over here? What happened? <laughs> I think I did. <laughs> well, then, on the same lines, I would say Oxford comma... Use, use, and use an Oxford comma, please, and thank you. Who gives a fuck about an Oxford comma? This lady fucking does. Uh, okay. A lot. It bothers me a lot when I read something there's oh, not. Oh, gosh. It, it does. Like, it, it changes. Takes me, it takes me out of the situation if there's not an Oxford comma. Also, what is something that is... Read that question one more time for me, please. What is uh what is wrong but sounds right? Capitalism. Jacob, come on. I know you want to high five me after that bullshit. 
That's not the topic of the podcast. I could talk about that for hours. <laughs> All right. That was just a throwaway. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Me next. Now you both have to answer this if that's how we're fucking playing this game today. Okay. okay. Mine. Would you rather... Do you want a new one? No. Oh, I just saw you yoink the fuck out of that. Would you rather spend a day on social media or with no electronics? I've already got an answer for that. No electronics. Social media is an absolute, uh, what's, what's the word I'm thinking of? It's the opposite of boon. It's a blight on humanity. Suck. Yeah. Although like, would not social media be found on electronics? Mm-hmm. So are we equating electronics with anything electronic? So would that encompass? No calculators. Or <gasps> refrigerators. Mm. If your refrigerator's fancy and has one of those little tablet jammies, yeah. Well, mine has a tiny uh, yeah. Nokia, whatever. No coffee makers. Well, I'm dead. Yeah, I'm, I am too. <laughs> I'm fine. I think my understanding of electronics is like television, computer, yeah. video games, electricity, anything electricity. But in the parlance of the age in which we are living, electronics typically means things with screens that we spend way too much time on. Mm -hmm. So here is me taking it to the base, like electronics, anything electric. Very literally. I know, because that makes this card much more enticing. So you can't drive. Correct. You can't eat. You can. How? You would... Still cook. Stoves are Not electric. Not if it's electric. Right. But there are gas ranges. But you don't have one of those. I don't. Are you going to come to my house and use A mine? A restaurant does, and I can pay with cash. But that would still be using electricity of theirs. It's not mine. Mm. I'm not using it. But it I'm says procuring a, it. It says a day without electronics. Oh, yeah, we're going to be here forever if we get into that. I would not be able to work if that was the case. But this is a weird question then. Would you rather spend a day on social media or with no electronics? I'm going to go with Alex. No electronics. Yeah. That would be fine. I spend days without going... Or no, that says a day on social media. That would be terrible. That would be absolutely awful just doom scrolling the entire oh day. Oh my god, I did enough of that in 2020 oh, no. for the rest of my life. No fucking doubt. Also, there's joy scrolling. Uh, yes. Or giggle mm. scrolling. There's a lot of meme Which videos I find. Algorithm will always trot us down into a lower emotion. Because right, because that know that we interact. That gets a, a greater response Correct. and engages you longer. Mm -hmm. yeah. And if you're on YouTube, within five clicks, you're gonna be in white supremacy land. <laughs> it's a proven fact. <laughs> or poop. Or poop. Yes. Or both. I mean, they're kind of the same. Not far. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Correct. <laughs> what is something that annoys you? Just something in general. Mm-hmm. Oh, gosh. There's a lot of small things that get to me particularly. Um, and it, it, a lot of people would think, oh, this is not really something to get angry about, but it's something I get angry about. Like Annoyed, not angry. Well, annoyed is generally what leads lead me to, to getting, yes. There we are, yeah, it's a leader. But 
oftentimes, like, say, if there's a fan going on in the background, that'll bug the crap out of me. There's a small beeping I'm hearing off in the distance. There's a car driving by that I hear all the time, the buzzing of fluorescent lights, which I can actually tell there's something going on in the background here. But various things like that really start to annoy me, and that very quickly gets to me. So, Alex... Was it today or was it yesterday when I bopped out of my studio? Because P.S. By the way, world, Alex is my coworker, mm-hmm. and I went. The base of your studio <laughs> makes everything in my studio hum. I think that was today, and I hate it. Yeah, it is that. I can hear it. I don't care what else is going on. So thank you, because you stepped out. Because I was. You had gone back in, you had closed your door. And so I was telling Rito, like, because he asked me, did you need to ask a question? And I went, no, I needed to turn the volume down. And then I I shared how Mm -hmm. the bass affects my studio. And you bopped out and you went, oh, (laughs) that does suck. Okay, thanks for letting me know. And you changed it. Yeah. Gosh darn. Thank you so much. Because Mm -hmm. let me tell you. It drives me up a wall. Oh, yeah. If I were a spider in a monster truck, I would be up that wall so fast and destroying everything. Mm -hmm. It drives me up that wall. Yeah. I had neighbors who used to play loud music and all I could hear at 10 o'clock at night when I was trying to get ready to take a nap before work because I used to work overnights when I uh, lived in a previous town. I used to hear just... It just drives me absolutely crazy. Yeah. Yep. And I was about, there have been a few times when I was about ready to walk upstairs and be like, hey, you guys got to turn this down. It's driving me nuts. Have you seen, there is this uh, short video. They call them shorts now because we are, we are in tuned with the youth. They call them (laughs) shorts. And there was this person who lived below their neighbors figured out their Bluetooth connectivity oh no and so they came up with this song uh it was just called when neighbors are too loud (laughs) so he would connect to the neighbor's youtube speaker and the song that he created was just like turn your motherfucking music down Uh uh-huh it's too loud Uh uh-huh turn your motherfucking music down Uh uh-huh and he would just connect to their bluetooth play that song and then their neighbors would stop around and be so agitated by it anyway that sounds a great like a great solution to that problem indeed well you know instead of like human interaction being like hello i i need to sleep at these hours could you please not do that but that's too easy no, it's so fucking hard. It, it is really Human hard. Human interaction is hard. <laughs> I agree with you there. I mean, you know, I, I yeah. ever since moving to this town, you know, I, I it's just been very, very tough to kind of uh, make friends just because, you know, meeting people is one of the most difficult things in the world, I think, especially especially after high school. Oi, they. I want, like... I want to WD-40 your chair. I know, it's annoying. Should we... Ch- can we change chairs? <laughs> Yes. Thank you. I hate it too. I hate it too, but I can't quit myself. I can't quit myself. I can't quit myself. I mean, I could, but that would be very bad. Making all the noises is very easy. You know what's not? Editing them. Yes. 
Okay. Seeing that looking at you. <laughs> I didn't. I think I misunderstood. What did you say? <laughs> <laughs> I said what's so difficult is editing all the noises. Oh, I thought you said that was easy. And no! in my head, I was like, bitch, <laughs> you get to edit from now on. <laughs> I completely misheard that. <laughs> That's why you got the snarky okay. Jesus. Like, also, my innards froze with the ice stare. Elsa, suck a dick. Jacob just made me feel arctic within my entire being. And the cold did bother me because I was incorrect. The cold always bothered me from cheek. <laughs> hey, who's next? Oh, are we doing a, a second question? I, we cannot yes, because oh, honestly, there's three of us. So that's no. been such a long time. Let's do another. Great. Okay. We've already answered that one today. Hey, have you ever met a celebrity? Kind of. Oh, I love that it landed. I kind of did meet a celebrity in a way. Was it me? Well, no, Kidding. but you were one of them. Oh, adorably <laughs> reframed. But no, um, when I was living out of state for an internship uh, after college, I had met a famous recording engineer. His name is Robert Lang. And uh, he's the owner of a studio out there who... Um, recorded Nirvana back in the 90s and various other bands like that. Macklemore recorded there as well. So Foo Fighters showed up there during my internship. I wasn't able to go meet uh, Dave Grohl, sadly, but I wish I could have. For sure. Yeah, but uh, somewhat famous individual, at least in the recording space, as one could say. Famous to you is famous, my darling. Mm-hmm. Jacob? Yes. I met Chris and Martin Kratt. The Kratt <gasps> Brothers. Oh, crap. I don't know if anybody would even remember that. Are they like home, what was that home builders? No, they did the zoo animal show. <gasps> Kratz oh, Creatures. Oh, hold on. Because Kratz. Jeff something or other, I was crushing on Jeff something or other at the same time that your crap brothers yes. were doing it. We've talked about this on yes. another episode. Or in just real life. No, it was definitely on an episode, oh, I Okay, terrific. Because I feel like we took a break and then... Googled, Googled. the fuck out of <laughs> yeah. each of our perspective. Oh, Chris Kratt. Animal husband. And he's only like 50 <laughs> now. Like, he was so young. Oh, daddy. And I... Mm, mm-hmm. Uh-huh. He still is fine. <laughs> what about you? <laughs> I was making a bad joke in my head. Did you see that? Yes. Like some animal taming. Oh, bad joke. Mm. Uh, celebrities, yes. I've met a fuck ton. I've met, oh, not a fuck ton. I've met a, I've met two handfuls. That's significantly yeah, fewer that's than Yeah, that's better than both of us. Yeah, yeah. significantly f- fewer than a fuck ton, but also more than most yeah mm-hmm. um my random ass random ass fucking lifestyle has allowed me that who is your favorite celebrity to meet that is a very good question or like someone that you really really were excited to meet you know i will say the one that I met that surprised me the most 
uh, was the lead singer from Corn. Mm. Mm. So so fucking chill and just like absolutely polite. I I wasn't there because I was a huge super fan or anything. So I just I gave a quick hello and a recognition of his talent and my appreciation of his art. And then, you know, there, there was like a, a genuine thank you back. And that was about it. And I just really appreciated like that simple and honest exchange. Is that Jonathan Davis? Yes. Okay. I thought so. Yeah. Otherwise, the other ones that I've met, I met Aaron Tippin. He was an old country music star. Coked out of his brain. Oh. Singing about America. <laughs> coked out of his brain. Not oh, even kidding. No. This man was early 60s. Just eyeballs, mostly pupils. Oh, Fucking geez. Levi's, tight to the gods. Saw every single one of his nuts. Oh. There might have been more than two. And <laughs> his ass looked great. Well, yeah. But my daddy have... issues were diminished. Like there was that was the fire extinguisher for my daddy issues was Aaron Tippin. Yikes. There you go. It, just things things and stuff. Uh, okay. It's an experience you'll probably never forget, for better or for worse. I also right. oh, I had a creepy inter- No, we won't <clears throat> talk about that. I I had a creepy interaction with one of the members from Alabama. Okay. Another day. Okay. Okay. Next. I don't even know what Alabama is. Yes, you do. It's do a I? state. Well, I know Alabama is a state. Also, music group. The shirt that you're wearing. Shh, I will inform you. Let's move on. Okay. Uh-huh. Uh, where do you get most of the items slash decorations for your home? Dead family members. And that's not a fucking joke. Mm-hmm. Or family members at all, I should say. For me. It's a toss-up for me between either Target or thrift stores. Those aren't bad. For me, it depends. My place is very sparse and very simple. Uh, You know, just... uh, I know that a lot of folks have very, very elaborately decorated places and... Mine really is not that. It's it's very simple, and um, you know, for instance, my living room has my couch, a coffee table, a little table that holds my TV, my TV, a couple lamps, and that's it. Nothing on the walls, nothing really else other than that. I used when I was your age, I just had a futon. Well, yeah, that's my couch. So, oh, all right, <laughs> yeah. all right. <laughs> but it's it's very simple, and. Um, most of the stuff I've gotten either just over the years my parents have gotten it for me. Like, it's like, hey, here's a new bed for you since your other one's falling apart, basically. Or I get it from thrift stores. Like, a lot of the old computer stuff and all the electronics that I have, like, are all from thrift stores. Really? Yeah. Electronics? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You can find tons of computers from the early 2000s to the early 90s at thrift stores and uh, fix them up generally for cheap. I never really wanted to fix one up, but I always wanted to get one of those old color iMacs. 
and oh. turn it into an aquarium. Have you seen that? When you people have do that? no idea how much I want to get one of those. Dude, for a beta, it is the perfect accoutrement. They are so cool looking, just as a computer Hell themselves. Hell yeah. Also, like I saw somebody that turned a TV console like that my grandparents had with the speakers on the side mm-hmm. built in this entire wood encased thing tv screen and then speakers on the sides somebody turned that into an aquarium and it looked goddamn motherfucking adorable that's neato have you ever seen i haven't but i can imagine it and i kind of love that that is so cool yep it's super duper cool yeah, I've got an old old gateway, if anyone happens to remember that company. Um, oh my God, that yeah. came in the moo box. Yep. Yeah, cow. Yes. Mm-hmm. That it's... was our first computer, our family Yeah, I computer. think that was our first family computer as well. Uh, we went to the gateway store. There was a three, gateway store? Three hours away, we drove to the gateway store to buy our first computer. Ours was a gateway as well. It's it's the it's the gateway drug. Maybe. <laughs> It is. <laughs> Thank you. God damn it. That took you too long. The gateway drug. Yeah. But yeah, old old gateways. It's why you're lactose intolerant now. Maybe so. <laughs> Maybe so. It was the cow-shaped box. Yep. That's yeah. definitely Not cow-shaped, cow-shaded. Yes. Cow-pattern box. Indeed. The moment I saw it, my body was like, all right, we're done here. I'm already pooping. <laughs> Sorry. Bye. Ugh, that's the, the, I hate that so much because it gets you out of nowhere. Food? What? Just the, the poop. Yes. Although poop gets you out of everywhere. If you just said I pooped my pants, it gets you out of every situation. Oh, yeah. Man, you're done. You're everybody is giving you a golden ticket to get out of there that's and wipe point. your ass with that golden ticket. I don't know if like a golden ticket would be all that comfortable to wipe yourself with though. Do you really? Do you really care at that point? No, I probably wouldn't. Yeah, I yeah, probably bro. wouldn't. Yeah. So anyway. Yeah. <laughs> What's the best way to save money? Don't buy things. <laughs> no, that's <laughs> problem solved. Yeah. Capitalism. What's the best way to stay hydrated? Drink water. No. Uh, the best way to save money is to cut out any unnecessary expenses. You but what is that? And where do you draw that line? Where do you draw that line? Well, I think that unnecessary expenses in general could be, say, uh, you go to the convenience store and grab a soda every day. That could be something that could be cut out. You don't really need that. Or say you have like three different it, streaming services. You can get rid of one of those. Mm-hmm. Sure. Just something sure. simple. Stop buying avocado toast. Oh, right. And then you'll be able to buy a house. Yeah. Yeah. That's how finances Here's work. Here's the thing is like in this world that we live in, what <clears throat> is, truly what is the best way to save money? I would say to do some price shopping. Because listen, we need our fucking stuff. We do. In the world that we live in, you need little escapes. We need little adventures. We need those tiny comforts because the world that we live in eats away at us the humans that we are because we are not meant to live this way in this world that's not our animalistic things so how could you save money while still finding happiness and comfort it's by being smart it's by 
searching out coupons. It's by asking friends if they want to go in on something with you. It's figuring out smart ways of your expenditures. That's how you save money. And also talk about it with friends too. Like, this is a big purchase that I'm thinking about. Could we go in on it together? Those are ways to save money. Elsewise, fucking don't let the system get you down, man. Like, One could in... say you don't even need money to have happiness at the end of the day. Right. But unless you have a thriving garden, unless you have a toilet paper tree or a bidet, but even then you're going to have to pay for plumbing. Unless mm-hmm. you live off of the grid, you will always need money. Yeah. How do you save money? Stop wiping your ass? Is that really a thing? Not unless you want to be an absolute madman. Which you are allowed to be. I guess. But would you be able to be finding a job? No, I would not be. Not, I would not be not the one to do that. Not an easily findable one. No. Yeah. Not something I'd recommend for everyone. No, certainly not. <laughs> There's a niche out there. Well, If we've mentioned it, someone's probably done it humans are weird yes why do we keep coming back to poop ah because it's our existential exit okay it's what all humans are repulsed by at the end of the day not necessarily well it's definitely something we all experience yes yeah that's probably a better way to phrase it Mm -hmm. something that we all know we are we are organ tubes oh yeah yeah. You're technically correct. The best kind of correct. I don't like thinking about it in that <laughs> Just way. Just technically. <laughs> we are organ tubes. It's like, yeah, I guess. Why do you have to phrase it like that? It sounds weird. <laughs> right. To make you think. To make you think. To make us think. I think the fact that we do think means that we're far more than just organ tubes. For sure. But as a reminder that the physical body which luckily houses these things that we think about. Why it's so weird to say that we're organ tubes. You know, that's, that's... I'm hyper aware of my skeleton right now, and I am very uncomfortable. Do you know that your bones are wet yes, right now? All, that is all I'm able to think about and see. Inside of you, there is a skeleton right now, and that he's wanting wet. to get out. <laughs> No. no, it's perfectly fine. But please know that your bones are super wet right now. That's a weird way of phrasing it. I don't know. I don't, I'm going to have to go to bed tonight thinking, yes, everyone's bones are wet and so is mine. You don't have to go to bed tonight, but you will eventually. And I hope it haunts you. Why did you implant that seed of a thought in my mind? Because you said yes to coming down into the <laughs> studio. <laughs> I guess it's one of those things where you don't know what you're in for until you're in the thick of it. Uh-huh. Fair, yeah. Into the thick of it. Remember that Vine yes. music? Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Are we all done with questions? I believe so. Great. Have we all asked two? I think so. Okay. I think we've asked too many. Why don't we take a break? Indeed. And then we'll get into the topic. Love it. Smash that space bar. Back, back, back again. With a squeaky chair and a new friend. Oh, oh, yeah. Two of my favorite things. Which one's which? 
Hi, this is Alex, everyone. <laughs> That's the squeaky chair? Yeah. No, this is my friend Alex, who also happens to be a co-worker, mm-hmm. and hence the title of this episode. Take it away. Friendship Fertilizer. So how this came around was I was taking a break at work out back, and fellow joined me and he was talking about like some music he was putting together of some sort and I asked some questions and well I guess would you mind giving a gentle gentle oversplay of what this project is uh yeah it's basically a radio station from scratch it's going to be all online, and I got to do all the groundwork and all the background stuff, and then I got to do all the recording after that. So, but almost above that, you you are creating a new world mm-hmm. for this. Yeah. Right? You know, in order to make it believable, you have to have locations and places and companies and people and all that stuff that just make things real. And why do you need to create new things? Because this is... In the future, not oh, existing. Yeah, like, yeah. This takes place in twenty one hundred, the year twenty one hundred, somewhere around there. So uh, you gotta, gotta, kind of have to think up into the future. Like, oh man, what are we gonna have seventy, eighty years into the future? You know. So trying to wrap your mind around what things could be and what things probably aren't by that time period is interesting. And what I love is, like, there are authors in the past who tried to assume what the future would be. And who knows? Maybe my coworker, Alex, (laughs) will be amongst them. But really, Friendship Fertilizer, when we were out back together and he was talking to me about this, I just got jazzed. I went, this sounds creative as fuck, and I'm super fucking interested. Could you tell me more, please? And so he started to, and and he mentioned how he needed a few more, because it was just himself and a few others, but in this world that he was creating, this radio station, let me just re-say this one more time he's creating a brand new non-existent radio station in a brand new non-existent space for a timeline that has not yet hit and i went i think i want jacob to hear about this (laughs) and i'm glad that i did because it sounds amazing yeah right but one of the big problems that I was really running into is I am just one voice and having one voice on a radio station is probably a little bit weird. You know, any station that you might tune into nowadays has more than just one guy on it. So how am I going to get other people to join in? Because whether it's an advertisement or the actual announcer or the weather kick in or liners, which are those tiny tidbits in between songs like you're listening to 20,000.8 <laughs> the volcano 
the things you, know, you don't notice are there, but notice when but they're are always there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So nonetheless, P.S. By the way, and I want to tell you this one more time, sir, who works with me where I work, the way that you are creating this whole thing and the way that you have told me about it, please put this down on your resume because mm-hmm. you have literally concocted created and what is the word that i'm thinking of enacted enacted implemented created done you you goddamn done done the shit for a whole radio station Mm -hmm. that is resume worthy but fertilizer of friendship when this adorable mochaka came at me and talked to me about this i went I need, I want. Everything within me went, let's support this beautiful butterfly of creativity. (laughs) And I was reminded, like, how many other times could we, or do we always help out friends to do the things that we know bring us joy? I think that is what I'm trying to get at. That is my compost of this conversation is that friendship fertilizer, the base of friendship is there to help each other grow, right? So we are already there. We are, we are compadre compost. We are friendship fertilizer. And as we all know, fertilizer is made of excrement. <laughs> it always comes back to the pulp. I, I don't know. I feel like it's one of those things that it doesn't even have to be a big project in order to have something like that. It, even if it's just like, hey, do you want to go get some pizza? Do you go ahead and drive me to the store or whatever? Just something like that is even just simply yeah, what that is. Absolutely. things it's, that we've talked about too. Right, yeah. Uh, cr- finding or creating friendships in potentially surprising places Mm -hmm. like getting a ride or if like i don't know if if they're like i'm thinking about a recent snowstorm we had and Mm -hmm. getting help with my car like that person could have become a friend i chose not to but i could have chosen to invite that person into a friendship Mm mm-hmm or just random talk outside of work during a break. Yeah. Indeed. But I also feel like you have a lot of people, and I'm assuming this, are they online yes. who who are helping this creative world? Oh, yeah, 100%. I mean, I, I've also been a part of various other projects as well, not started by myself, but started by others that they've called upon me to try and help out with as well. So you all are your own Kickstarters. Basically, yeah. You know, if we need some help, like say if Billy Joe needs some music for a project or uh, Higgins needs some video editing done or something like that, we all kind of just be like, well, I can do that. I can help out with this when we have time. You know, it's just whenever we happen to have time, we all kind of band together and help out each other with these projects that we happen to have going on. And I've some of these people I've never even seen what they look like. And from what I've heard, what you've told me, because I remember, oh gosh darn, 
you and I, we are, you told me you were, we are 12 years apart. Somewhere around there, yeah. I remember being the age that you are and helping and being creative and kind. And all of what I want people to remember is that the absolute creativity and energy and thoughts, the way that you put forth things just into your, some people call them pet projects. Mm -hmm. You might call them a hobby. Anyone might call them a hobby. But also these things that you put forth so much energy, time, and effort into, you're not getting paid for, my darling. No. Not a single cent is going to me. I've done... And you are collaborating with your friends just yeah. to be creative and collaborative together. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I've done a good 14, 15, 16 musical tracks for some of these projects. I haven't gotten paid a cent for it. It's been all my free time. You showed me a menu screen, basically, and the music behind it that you created. I went, this is like Sonic the Hedgehog. And you went, ha, ha, ha. Well, fun fact, it actually is. <laughs> yeah. You did that without pay. Yeah, all just 100% free because a group of people who like this franchise so much was like, what if we tried something? And then just start getting to work on building this whole thing up. I'm go ahead. Well, it's, it's more than just a group of people at this point. I think that yeah. sounds like a community. Mm -hmm. Indeed. Yes. And a community that I'm so grateful that you are connected to and a friendship fertilizer that I can give to you since we are coworkers and I have been in this business Holy buckets, closer to 20 years than I am 15 years in this business. I would love to help you be able to be compensated for your abilities and your creativity and what you do. Because I remember being taken advantage of in this business. So to hear you as a brand new friend have this amazing idea first of all ooh, nope second of all first of all never take a deal without con consulting me if that's okay sure i don't want you to be taken advantage of because i have been for so many fucking years second of all i want to help bolster you because you are such a different individual than what i have seen in our workforce in such a long time and to hear that your literal hobbies, because mine are cleaning my aquarium and taking care of my house plants, <laughs> you're doing actual cool ass shit. I want to hear more about that. I would love to be part of that. And I would love to help bolster you within that. I would love to fertilize whatever the fuck you're doing, because friend, you're doing it and you're doing it well. I try to. Hell yes. And so what I loved is that when we were out having a quick smoke break oh no we were outside enjoying the weather oh yeah together nice outside of work cold weather it, it's al fresco mm -hmm. no I, f I feel like that means as that's that's the cold it's different yeah any hoosiers um <laughs> frio i believe is the word you're looking yeah. for frio. Ha, 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 frio. there we go yeah 
a la mode means of the fashion. It does not mean on ice cream, by the way. Hmm. Something I know. <laughs> I feel, I feel, pardon me, I feel devastated to learn that. Of the fashion. Do you? That's what it means. A la mode of the fashion. I, I guess the fashion was ice cream at the time. Yes. Must have been. Okay. Much how the Milky Way is not named after the galaxy. It's named after a malted milk drink around the 1930s that happened. I refuse to believe that. No, I believe that Athena's titties are squirting all over the astro plane. Well, how did Athena <laughs> get dragged into this? Prove me wrong. Prove uh, me wrong. But yeah, it was basically you mean the candy bar. Yes, the candy bar was named after a malted milk drink. Oh, that was popular cool. in the twenties. Not the yeah. actual. Well, <laughs> yeah, not the galaxy. The galaxy is named after Athena's titties or whatever you have to say. Friendship fertilizer. Uh, <laughs> uh, gentle misunderstandings. Surprising oh, yeah. sources. Athena's titties are surprising sources. Yeah, they are. <laughs> I, I I tell you what, stepping down here, I never would have thought I'd hear that. I never thought I'd hear so much poop talk. Listen, Yet I'm the one to bring it up twice. <laughs> I'm the scat lady. Oop, poop, 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 poop. Please don't poop, ever poop. say that again. Have you ever on the scat man? Oh, the scat man is the best. Thank you. What How, is it? Have you not? Uh, <gasps> uh, we could give 15 se- 10 seconds. Yeah, let me. I'm the scat man. Let me find this. To scat is like, it's the jazz of vocals. I'm aware. Okay. Yeah, it was big back in like 2006. We used to play it on oh my God. our station. Oh my God. I, re- I remember on the it. Scat, man. Yeah, I can hear it in my head now. Yeah. It's it's great. I, I love that man's music. He died a legend. He had lung cancer and passed away in like the early 2000s. Oh. Yeah, it's kind of disappointing. Rest in peace, Scatman John. You're the best. John Larson. Is that his name? John Larson. I think so. I'm pretty sure it was John Larson. I love Larson. how perfectly bland. And the reason he started doing Scatman yeah. is because he had a stutter. In really? order to make people believe that they could do whatever they wanted to, even though they had an impediment like a stutter, mm-hmm. he showed that basically you could become Hell, an international yes. sensation. Ooh, have you seen that comedian... Who also has a stutter, like a very significant stutter. He's a young man now, and he has a significant stutter. Mm-hmm. And he has a fantastic setup set. Oh, stand up set. Right, because he he actually uses the stutter as a part of the joke quite commonly. Sometimes, yeah. Oh, I'm trying to think of who that is. I don't remember I don't his name, name, but I can see his face. Mm-hmm. Handsome. Yeah. So you try and find out the name here. Oh. It's uh, Drew Lynch. Yes, that's him. Yeah. I'll have to check that guy out a little bit more. He sounds interesting. He's, I enjoy his comedy. The he bits also of it that I've seen. has a dog and he very much enjoys oh his my dog gosh, and yes. he's a good dog owner. That's right. Mm. Mm-hmm. So that's important to me. I feel like that's dog important. ownership or cat ownership, like pet parenthood is another way that people find like that fertilizer, that connective tissue between friends. Why am I being hit? 
because you just reminded me of some friend fertilizer that is aquaponic. I'm hoping this works out. Uh, that so my oh. adding you to all of these new groups that have to do with fish mm-hmm. and aquaponics. Mm. I was so grateful because man as facebook groups go you never are quite sure what you're going to get Mm. i have been absolutely positively well surprised in the kindness and good of some of these facebook groups that i've just randomly joined in the last four weeks i didn't realize those were so new for you i thought you've been in them for a while Two days before Abraham was adopted. I joined them. That's it. Sweet Abraham. I know. Sweet Abraham. I feel like a lot of internet communities, just in general, even though a lot of them have a lot of stigma to them, often is quite unwarranted. And there's a lot of wonderful communities that are there for a reason. You know, if they're bad communities, they're not going to stick around for very long. Correct. Or you won't join them. Mm -hmm. Or leave them. There, yeah, I've found... We talked about that, too. Yeah. I found on Reddit a lot of groups that I am surprised by how much I in- engage with because I don't I don't like interacting with people online in mm. that f- fashion, in that mode. Um, and yet I've found, like... I've even joined a, a Discord, which I've talked about in the previous episode, which is just, like other gay dudes in their 30s who love video games and it's great like it's such a fun place even though i don't interact now as much as i was because i'm way busier but it's so nice to find a connection and to feel like validated and seen and not even just validated and seen but even just having that common common denominator between people yeah something that's really nice exactly a safe space safe space to be you yeah i i totally agree with that i mean you know we mentioned earlier the online communities that i'm a part of a lot of those are on discord and weirdly enough a lot of those are furry communities and i'm a part of a whole bunch of those and they've been the most welcoming groups of folks that i've ever been anywhere near and it's been absolutely fantastic being with them over these past what five years or so that i've been in there fair May I also say, um, because it's it has been weird, it has been different for me to have new people in my work environment. You are one of the newer ones. Mm-hmm. And what was so interesting is that I was, uh, our workplace, there were... A couple of you introduced relatively quickly to each other. Yeah. And I take, like, I'm a mama bear about my workplace. Mm -hmm. And I had a lot of change introduced in a relative short term of time. I am so absolutely grateful now Now that I have been able to see and understand you and the others, like, 
Mm-hmm. Other young one came to plant party last year. Anywho. But what I know of you at work is different than what I've really been able to enjoy this evening. Mm-hmm. And you were so young and in this industry that I started out in. So I, I want to help you out there so much. But also, like, frosting on top of that brownie crust is that you were already doing so many absolute cool fucking shit. My dude, you create music. You are, you are world creating world uh what do i want to say world mapping world building world building on your own accord not being paid for it trying to find your own something it's like if i wanted to take up crocheting and i wanted to crochet the mona lisa Mm -hmm. that's what you're pet project is oh i wouldn't go that far well you don't get to tell me how i find you so (laughs) okay get used to it that's how i find it but do you know what i mean like because jacob have you seen ps by the way social media god bless and god damn you in the same breath (laughs) have you seen the furry mona lisa or the furry starry night oh god it's that's hilarious it's like knit or something it's out of fur it looks like a fur coat but it, but it's a Mona Lisa or it's the Starry Night. I just care about the Starry Night. I want to buy it so bad. It's more skill than I'd ever be able to blink at. Like ah, making you have so much fucking skill though. Here am I. I am fertilizing you, friend. Okay. Oh. You have so much fucking skill. <laughs> you have so much fucking creativity, and and want to build. Do you remember feeling young and creative and the energy? Sorry. Sorry. Thank you. When you get excited (laughs) a lot, (laughs) I'm not mad. Okay. I'm just remarking. I know that I do it too. Oh, she's getting revved up. I'm going to get hit. (laughs) It's coming. I can tell. I can't communicate big enough. Right. So I just need to get it out. (laughs) Bless you for being my fucking communication pillow. (laughs) I just need to fucking get it out. (laughs) Yeah, I do remember. I do remember being a decade younger than I am now. And yeah, the vibrancy that comes with that and the creativity. And I never want that to stop for these individuals, for our young ones. Well, I I never want you to be fucking stifled. Because I I feel like in my experience, like with with my history in creative writing and getting published with all of that, it was so stifled right when it was really for me starting to like become a thing and I think part of what I really enjoy about my work with like people in high school is getting to empower them and so I I very much hear what Melissa is trying to say Mm -hmm. or is saying that that creativity is wonderful and don't anybody let late stage capitalism beat that out of you I mean personally from my opinion And I've held this opinion ever since I was way younger than I am now. Granted, I'm not even that old yet. But the moment you lose that childlike wonder and creativity in your life, you're as good as dead. Yeah, I couldn't agree more because then all of a sudden the world becomes 
I don't know. It's just not as fascinating as it no. really truly so, is. So don't attach naivety to that. That would be my one fucking arrow. Don't attach naivety to that. Well, yeah, I I agree that you need to be kind of world conscious about what's going on around yes. you. Yes. Well, that's what I'm saying. It's like, take that for what it is. Take, mm-hmm. take naivety being shot in the heart. But don't allow anything else that's beautiful around that. Because when I think of the word, especially with youth, like you, naivety, there's uh, there's an aura around that world, around that word. So you can take the naivety about it, but mm. don't take that magic around, out of it. Don't allow your world to become all sad and gray. Because yes. yeah. mm. I'm kind of worried that you and your younger brethren, your younger generations are already kind of stifled. Oh, yeah. I mean, the internet has made a lot of us jaded. Well, and uh, our younger, or excuse me, our the older generations are making you feel already stifled because we don't understand where you are, where you're coming from, and it's so fucking different. We're trying to tamp you down mm-hmm. like a campfire that somebody's boot with poop on it is trailing off, you know? That's an interesting analogy. But don't you think that, like, here's the bonfire. Somebody stepped and pooped next to it, mm-hmm. and now they're no, all I'm the with leaves you. are on. I'm yeah. with you. Yeah. Because we don't understand it. We're not ready for it. But here they are. And here they are. And here they are. Well, and, like, we're the generation that were children when the September 11th attacks happened. Mm-hmm. Generation Z, largely, was either very young adolescents teenagers when the pandemic began oh and so the effects that that has had Shit. on their development into I thought about that there's plenty of people that are you know within my generation that are younger than me that went to school who had one two years just with, sitting in their home at Zoom meetings trying to learn yes. something. If your home had that capability. Yeah, exactly. If your home had that capability. Oh, yeah, no. I'm so I'm somewhat glad that it was what... I, when, when did I graduate high school? 2017. Oh, so it was three years after that. Mm-hmm. Three, two years after that is really when it started hitting. And I'm, I'm glad I made it out before then because... No kidding. I don't think I'd be able to focus whatsoever. Well, right. Like anybody with any kind of ADHD or a learning disability or... I mean, really, I think... Neurodivergence. Uh, yeah, any kind of neurodivergence or mental health uh, difficulty. Not that neurodivergence is always a difficulty, but mm-hmm. you guys know what I mean. Having to figure out I mean, so much of what allows people to develop socially and emotionally comes from what occurs in a school setting yeah. and through the structure. And granted, I am fully aware that not all of us have a positive experience in school, like trust and believe. And yet there's still important things that are occurring in the brain's development through that period of our lives that just having a structure helps prepare us for adulthood and losing that through 2020 2021 even in some places into 2022 i i guarantee we're going to see long-term effects from that not just in the adult populace but especially in the next 
two generations from folks that were in high school during that period of time to all the way down to kids who were toddlers and infants and who didn't get to go to kindergarten or preschool and had their parents at home Mm -hmm. for two years straight right i feel especially bad for those really young kids because in you know your middle school years and your high school years are important especially to learning you know how that structure works Mm -hmm. but in order to yeah yeah in order to get imprinted with that this is how things work in school in elementary school being away for it for two years is a lot of time to not have that kind of imprinted yet. Being around others who are your age group is so important. Oh, 100%. Um, th- that's what I meant by my mouth noise is that <laughs> it's not about it's not about this is school and this is how it is. Mm-hmm. No, it's uh, what I wanted to impart differently was <clears throat> it's about being around people who are your age and learning at the same time and socializing yes. and finding those yeah. if we are to bring it back to friendship fertilizer developing the early early bulbs or seeds of friendship well and how to done. thank you i've been holding on to this for a minute <laughs> I, i'm so proud of you right now like i can't get over it oh, i felt us going away from it and i'm like how can i tie this back I nailed it, back. it. nailed it Thanks. And thanks for not hitting me that time. No, I have you. <laughs> I got the sweetest tug. Um, but you really, I mean. a good, bad joke. And, and Alex, you make such a good point that at that period, like that's, that is when those social engagements, social habits are learned and imprinted. And I, I'm certain that kids are going to have a hard time. I mean, they're just going to be older negotiating mm-hmm. They already are older. It's 2023 now. And they're they're having to negotiate parts of their social and emotional and physical mental uh, brain development in a way that is out of sync with where they are chronologically in their development. And so for the rest of us, we get to foster and fertilize what For we those already who have, have lived different well what i mean is like those of us yeah. that aren't children right now correct we already had some of that we had a different background, experience right growing up and now yeah. we get to help them hopefully people are helping today's children figure out how to develop their own compost piles and their own fertilizer and their own way of fostering friendships and relationships it's going to be different too isn't it yeah for generations at for, least at forever. least three generations oh, yeah. forever because we were even talking about earlier tonight about how we remember where we were for 9 11 mm-hmm. and dear alex i don't remember a single bit of it is yeah. a bit of a babe. One, two, three years old, maybe. And these things shaped the way that you and I are and experienced school because we experienced them in school. Right. And I and I think about like, oh man, how many teacher friends do we have right now, Jacob? I have a lot. A lot. Right? And all of the teacher bullshit that they've been going through in the last let's just say, let's just three call years. it let's just call it around about six years. Yep. The students that they've had in the last six years will have been taught in a different way than 
prior to that and probably afterward as well. There have been strikes. There have been so many things. Our world is in such a turmoil. A turmoil? Oh, you know what? Instead, what I would like to... Hmm. When a snake sheds its skin. It's just called shedding. Molting. Molting. Either one. Molting, I think, is typically associated with birds, but can refer to a snake shedding its skin as well. That's where I would go. And nursing as well. Holy fuck. We had a fucking nursing strike going on. Get it. Get it. Lost. The nursing strike. What does this have to do with snakes? Shedding? Well, because I was equating that to educators going on strike. Anyway, nurses are finally... (laughs) Listen, my brain, it makes perfect sense. Okay, good. I love you for being here for my own brain. I'm glad it makes sense to you. (laughs) Maybe I just need... I'll re-listen. These are are always just things I just want to yell at people. Like, I also hope that you understand that there are nurses who are going on strike Mm -hmm. finally Mm -hmm. after the pandemic three four After. five days yeah so when when is never mind i'm not going to say never that. more when is what we're all friends here right friendship fertilizer you want me to go shit on somebody's porch for you i'm good i don't have that many enemies <laughs> oh when are the rest of us gonna walk out on our jobs as well not in spite for our jobs but because our country is broken and it needs to be reformed and i don't know if that's possible and that's content for a different day and probably even a different show Mm -hmm. i really appreciate that you said that because i wanted to go in on it i'm not gonna let you thank you you know in here no i don't (laughs) want to either no because you know what this is about best friendhood indeed and can I tell you one more time? Because I, I haven't even told him yet. My dear friend, Alex, who nonchalantly came over today just to be fed pizza, we goaded him into talking about his cool pet project that he's doing. And then we goaded him into joining us on this podcast today because Melissa wanted it and Jacob said yes. It's been fun. I've been I've been all right with it. Yeah. Okay, good. I'm glad. He's a talented <laughs> a talented, interesting, and wonderful young individual, and I thank him for that. So uh I guess I should say, before we finish the show, do you have anything else to say to the world? Um, I guess just appreciate those communities that you're a part of because it's very easy to kind of take it at face value and not realize how good you have it until they end up withering out. So just, you know, find every little moment that you have with your community is very important. Well said. Thank you for being with us today. Oh, not a problem. Thank you for having me. For the rest of you, you know the gig. You can send us an email, bestfriendhoodpod at gmail.com. You can follow us on Insta at BFHpod. You can throw a few dollars our way, patreon.com slash bestfriendhood. Yes. And with that... There's two things we need you to remember. That you are loved. And you are worth being loved. We We love love you. you. Bye. Bye.
that's how I end it. <laughs>